Good morning dialogue and Merry Christmas. I have a slight problem here and that is that I have no idea whom I'm speaking to. I can't see you, I haven't greeted you on your way into church, I don't know where you are, I don't know why and how you're celebrating Christmas this year. Maybe you're alone today and that's why you have time to listen to this. Or maybe you don't have money to visit your family. Maybe you don't have any family. Maybe your family is too far away. Maybe you really just don't want to spend Christmas with your family. Maybe you're on holiday and you're actually too busy to listen to this, but you manage to quickly put aside 10 minutes while you're doing the dishes, listening on 1.5 speed. Maybe you're sitting together as a family. Maybe you're not going to church today, but you are listening to this before you go swimming. Now, wherever you are, and whatever your situation is today, I want you to think for a moment of a few words that would describe the state of your thoughts over the past day. What were you thinking about over the past day, over the past week, maybe the past month? But actually more important than what were you thinking about, I want you to think how were you thinking about these things? Whether it was your family, maybe it was children or elderly parents or your work or finances, maybe it was school. Were your thoughts anxious? Were they bitter? Were they maybe excited? Were they content? Is peaceful maybe one of the words that you would use to describe the state of your thoughts? There's a Christmas carol from America written in the 1860s by Henry Longfellow. Now he was the most well-known American poet of his day, but in the 1860s two very important things happened in his life. The first thing is that his wife, whom he loved dearly, died in a fire accident in which he was actually also severely wounded. And the second thing is that his country was torn apart by civil war. He was disillusioned and he struggled to believe in the good news of Christmas. He wrestled with God and with his faith. He wondered what was the meaning of all this. I'd like to read you an extract from the poem that he wrote. I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play, and mild and sweet their songs repeat of peace on earth, good will to men. And in despair I bowed my head, there is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, good will to men. Then rang the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, good will to men. Then ringing, singing on its way, the world revolved from night to day. A voice, a chime, a chant sublime of peace on earth, good will to men. As God the Son became a man, became a baby, God the Father sent his messengers, the angels, to make a proclamation, to deliver the good news from heaven. Now a multitude of angels sang the message out loudly to some shepherds in the field. 
They said this, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, good will to men. Another translation puts it this way, God is great. He lives in the highest place above. He will bless the people on earth who please Him. They will have peace in their minds. Did you know that there's actually also a psalm that basically prophesies these words? Let me read to you Psalm 85 from verse 8 to 13. Now I will listen to what the Lord God says. He will give peace to His people, to those who serve Him, but they must not turn back to do foolish things again. Yes, God will soon rescue His people who serve Him. Then we will see His glory again in our land. God will be faithful to us and He will love us with His faithful love. His justice and His peace will join together like dear friends. Faithful truth will grow like a plant in the ground. Justice will look down from the sky above. Yes, the Lord will bless us with many good things. Plenty of food will grow in our land. Justice will go before our God and it will make a way for Him to walk on. Now, pinpointing the meaning of Christmas is sometimes hard for two reasons. On the one hand, Christmas has become so known to us, so normal, that we almost just reduce it to gifts, food and family, and these things aren't bad in and of themselves. On the other hand, the meaning of Christmas, the meaning of the creator of the universe stepping into creation in the form of a baby, going through worst agonies than any human would be able to endure in order to reconcile fallen creation with himself. The meaning of all of that is just so vast, so incomprehensible, so multifaceted. There is in fact layer upon layer upon layer of meaning in this one event. But the angels help us to understand at least one layer of meaning, and that is their message of peace on earth. Well, we just have to look around us to see that peace on earth clearly doesn't mean no hurt, no pain, no grief, no war, no crime. As we wait for that ultimate peace, which will come as sure as the dawn, peace on earth means peace in your mind. Peace because your Saviour is born. Peace because your Redeemer was crucified, your Healer was resurrected, your Prince of Peace is in heaven where He intercedes for you. The reality is that after Christmas, after the holiday, you will go back home, you will go back to your work, you will go back to school, your circumstances will probably look more or less the same than before Christmas. But what did the shepherds do after seeing the angels, after hearing that chorus, after going to Bethlehem, after meeting Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus? What did they do? They went back to the fields, back to their job, back to the dangerous and vulnerable life they lived. But Luke tells us this. He says, as they went, they praised God. They said, how great you are. How good you are. Everything that the angel told us was true. 
We have heard good news. We have seen very special things. Our country's problems will continue. After Christmas, you will still have reason to fear, to despair, to flee, to be angry or bitter, to hate, to be cold and hardened. But did you know that you can counsel your own heart? Did you know that you can remind yourself of the truth, of the bigger reality that transcends your circumstances, that transcends this country's problems? You know how when there's a public holiday, we always have to remind ourselves which day of the week it actually is. Like when the public holiday is on a Monday, we would say, yo, this is really feeling like a Sunday today. I, you know, I just constantly have to remind myself that it's not Sunday, it's Monday. And my work week is going to be shorter or my week in class is going to be shorter this week. Well, that's exactly what it is to counsel your mind, to remind your mind of the truth. You say to your mind, mind, I know you are anxious. I know you only see the unrest and only hear the noise, but you know what? We can be quiet and calm in Jesus. Calm down, mind. We have Jesus. He brought peace. In the times we live, the battle is often really in our minds. It's a battle of ideas. Lies create noise in our minds and steal our peace. Like as shepherds, we should remind our minds, Wow, how great God is! How good you are, Lord Jesus! Everything that we read in the Bible is true. We have heard good news. We have seen very special things. Like Paul says in Philippians 4, The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts, and your minds in Christ Jesus. As you grow in peace with God, with peace with yourself, in peace in yourself, this peace will flow over into goodwill to those around you, into love, into willing the good of the other. And this is how we become peacemakers. This is how we become a people of peace. This is peace on earth. So, this Christmas day, when you hear the bells, when you sing the carols, when you see the Christmas tree or the lights on the trees, when you open the present, when you enjoy the feast, the food, remember that God is not dead, nor does he sleep. The wrong shall fail. The right prevail, with peace on earth, good will to men. Calm your soul against the rage of this world, because Emmanuel, God is with us. Merry Christmas Dialogue